I have never said that Nobody once. I've literally never, that. ever, <laughs> ever in my life, ever said I'm gonna go TikTok it. Welcome to Moose Shit, where we spot bullshit. My name is Moose, and I'm joined by my cantakers codependents. Kubinow, how are you guys doing today? You don't even know what that means. Cantankerous? What what is that, bro? It means like you're sort of rowdy, rude, stuff like that. How do you spell it? C-A-N-T-A-N-K-E-R-O-U-S. Better fact check you. Bad tempered, argumentative, and uncooperative. Yeah. Cantankerous. Bro, how do you find these words, bro? Most, what what was that word that you said? When I was when I was driving you the other day, facetious, fish. Fuck. What do you know? What that word means, Coop? No, I've heard it, but I haven't. It's not a real word. Nobody uses those words. I don't know where you learn them. Okay. Anyways, how are you guys doing today? Wonderful. Yeah. This is how it starts off. This is why we lose viewers. Watch. Come up with a new question, then, stupid. Because it matters how you guys are doing today. Does it? No, it does not. These idiots that listen don't care, man. Please don't call our viewers idiots. Listeners you guys idiots. are idiots. Everybody is idiots. Except me. We're gonna lose listeners, just like Al lost a class. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, I'll try to explain it as concise as possible. So, this semester, I started off with... 15 credits that's what i originally scheduled for and one of those classes was called financial analysis planning and forecasting something like that i was taking it with my friend jason right and mood from last episode this class it was hard and jason might not think it's hard but it was lots of calculus lots of stats i did not want to have it so i was tracking this other asynchronous class called global capital markets for a while, and the second to last day before um, ad drop period ends, which is the last day that you can add a class, it opened up, and I got it, and I sniped it. I was like, I'm chilling. I have 18 credits now, but as soon as I drop this hard stats class that I'm taking, I'm, I'll be at 15, and I won't have to deal with it, and I'm chilling. But Jason convinced me, or tried to convince me, that I shouldn't drop the class, because I can always withdraw from the class later. So I was thinking about it. What if I continued taking 18 credits? I kept the class. I found out I was actually able to graduate early, like a semester early. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to suck it up and I'm going to do it. So ad drop period ends. The next day, that Friday, I look into my uh, schedule. The asynchronous class is just not there. Just not there. And I'm like looking for it. I'm looking on Canvas. I, I remember seeing the syllabus on Canvas. I remember seeing the professor and everything. And it's just not there. So I, yeah. I, I don't know what to do. I get, there's no, the ad drop is over. I tried contacting my advisor who hasn't responded to me yet. I tried contacting the professor of the course who hasn't responded to me yet. I tried calling undergraduate admissions who haven't, who's just a robot call. And I never dropped the class. So now that screws me up. I was excited because I was able to graduate a semester early and now I can't. And now I'm just stuck with my original plan. Um, just to provide a little bit more context, 
just so you know how pathetic this is. Al told everyone that he was going to graduate a semester early. He told his parents. He told his girlfriend. And now they're all disappointed. What the fuck? You told everybody? Well, I was excited that I, that this was a possibility. So? It's a possibility. You don't just... That's, uh, that'd be like me going around and telling everybody that I, I like... If I buy a lottery ticket, then I just go tell my mom, like, yeah, I'm going to win the lottery. Like, I won the lottery, basically. Like, why don't you just wait until it actually happens? Like a logical person. I just, I was too excited to hold it in. I was, I didn't want to go to school in the spring. I was like, this is definitely a possibility for me. But it's not my fault. I didn't drop the class. I mean, yeah, it's not your fault, but it's still hilarious. You never had the class. You never yeah, had most things I'm daydreaming and I'm just, I'm just making everything up and it's gaslighting me. I'm not gaslighting you. I'm just telling you the truth, the reality of the situation. You dreamt up. How would he not have the class? He dreamt up the fact that he had a class, right? He dreamt that up, and then, like, he was just bored, and he may have just subconsciously supplanted his, one of his dreams as a memory. It's really? happened to me. Really? One time, I went to the gym Shut in up, my dream. Bro. You're an idiot, bro. That is the furthest possibility. <laughs> you think that's more likely than me just somehow getting fucked over by Rutgers? Bruce, do you know where we go to school? It's like an absolute shithole, bro. They fuck up everything. You really think Alex dreamed it all before the possibility that Rutgers is just dog shit? I just think it was Rutgers. So now I'm going to see what I can do to figure it out. But now I got to graduate like the rest of you fucks in the spring. Shut up, Alex, you fucking mook. This is for the best for you, bro. It's just less stress for you now. Why don't you think about things on the positive side? Because I, I just think about the money that I would save. Except, if you're not I saving money. To... Except you're not saving money. Because you're going to class in the summer. So you're not saving any money. Yeah, but the money that I would pay in the summer is less than the amount that I would have to pay in the spring. And you know that because... Because I calculated it. How'd you calculate it? It's like $400 per credit in the summer. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I would be taking nine credits, so that's 3600 which is less than a spring semester. But the spring semester is not 3600 It's like, I don't know, seven, 8000 Seven, 8000 What is your spring semester term bill? Most, that's literally what it is, bro. It Forever. is? Yes. Yeah, not for your privileged ass. Shut up. It's the complete opposite. It's actually mine is 9800 for the spring. Wow, boohoo. You live in your nice big house and your parents make 100k. Boohoo. They don't. <laughs> so sad for you. Boohoo. Oh, yeah, mine is 8440. I just gave you the perfect chance to transition that, bro. Well, I was going to I was going to talk about my day, and then we're gonna transition. We're pretty far <laughs> in, man. We are about seven minutes in, I think. Oh, okay. I guess I want to hear about your day then. So I, don't. I found. <laughs> okay, I guess we can just move no, on. Then. No, no, say it, you piece of shit. Okay, so I found out something devastating yesterday. They fired the M&M's. What? Ah. 
The spokes candies? You mean the fictional characters? They've been let go. It is so sad with all the layoffs that are happening. How does this have to how, how does this have to do with your day? Well, I just found out about that, so why why were they laid off? Uh Tucker Carlson, the Fox News anchor, thought they weren't sexy enough. Ah. What? What so, does that even about? mean? <laughs> so, so what <laughs> happened? What happened was uh, Eminem changed the design for some of their characters. Uh, specifically, they changed the design for the green Eminem. And instead of giving her high-heeled boots, they gave her sneakers. And Tucker Carlson just could not stand that. He's like, why are my Eminems not sexy enough? And decided to go on a full tirade against the Eminem company for being too, quote-unquote, woke. What a horny fucker, bro. I don't know. That is the saddest thing I've ever heard. I don't even know who that is, but that guy is fucking pathetic. Bro. Like he really needs to like take a step back, go look at himself in the mirror, and be like, "I just got fictional Eminem taken off of commercials." Like he's probably patting himself on the back, like, "Yeah, that was a good one, man. Like I really did that." Like he's like he's some big shot now. What a shithead, bro. That is sad. That is pretty sad. Yeah, it's a shame that M&Ms are out of work, but it's also probably for a good thing since, you know, work is also not that great. That brings us to our today's topic. Isn't that transition work? Yeah, sure. I'm getting really good at these transitions. This okay, this this is the con- this is the context. I'm literally 6 months into my first corporate job and I already want to quit. And it's not the fact that I don't like my job and like the people suck and like it's just horrible. It's like actually a pretty nice job. Like I love my coworkers. Like it's all around great. Like if you look at it at face value, it's great. My one thing that I hate most is the fact that it's been six months and I literally feel like I've, I've nothing has happened in the past six months. I'll be going through my work week. And then by the time it gets to Friday, I'm just so exhausted to the fact where like, I can't do anything on the weekend anymore. Something needs to change in this like work culture because like this is not cutting it because I'm not going to go through my entire life working for like 40 years and then like I wake up one day and I think about it and I'm like, wow, it's been 40 years and I've done literally nothing. People have to understand this new generation of workers, they are not cut out for the monotony of a corporate office job anymore. There was a study that was conducted. It was a mental health comparison of people who worked manual labor jobs in comparison to people who worked corporate office jobs. And what they found is that the manual labor workforce has a more positive outlook on life in comparison to people who work in corporate office jobs. And that is because office jobs are physically, mentally, and emotionally draining. Some would say office jobs are honestly harder than manual labor jobs because sitting in one place all day for five to sometimes six days a week, all the time for months on end and having that monotonous everyday routine can actually drain you and cause you to be more depressed than any other job. That is brought to you by Jordan Howlett, 553 on YouTube. Stop giving him credit, man. We're using his shit for free. Fuck him. Anyways. And fuck that stupid girl at the beginning, bro. Stupid. All right, Moose, what are your thoughts? My thought, I, I disagree with the fact that he said, oh, some would say that office jobs are a bit more um, taxing 
than physical manual labor jobs. That's just that's untrue. That's yeah, that was just false. That that was yeah. that one part I even heard from that little part. That's just so wrong. He said it was physically, mentally, and emotionally draining. Like maybe mentally and emotionally, but physically, you're sitting. It's not that's physically just, draining. That's just, you know what they're mistaking? Like you know when like you're like you're so mentally drained that like it starts affecting you like physically that's what he, oh, he, that's what he i means. guess that's relevant i guess that you could use that as like a comparison yeah and even then like on average i would say office jobs get paid more than physical manual labor jobs for Back. the same experiences everything Back. equalized so yeah it sucks sitting there for eight hours not doing much but then for the rest of the 16 hours of the day, you get to do pretty much what you want. And also, That's not true for manual labor jobs. What is the alternative? Like, you still need these office jobs. You still need to pe- have people on calls. You still need to have people do data entry or whatever. Like, is no, it- no, no. He wasn't really even suggesting anything. He was just kind of explaining, like, the mindset of the people that are actually, like, bitching about it pretty much. Yeah, I don't think he's necessarily took a point in that though i am familiar with his content in general and he is sort of like an anti-work type of guy of course he is explain what that means not for me oh well for the view oh my god it's well, so yeah, self-explanatory so... anti-work not working well that i mean yeah, that's just I not it. i don't think that's I really what it means I explained it. that's I just explained not it. a okay, sustainable well. <laughs> way of thinking you can't I not work no, i explained it i explained it i explained it like these people really just sit there and like they want a good life and then they're like yeah i don't want to work though like like you sound like a fucking idiot man like there's no other way around it i think like the point that they're trying to make is that i don't think it's worth working in like a job where you're not going to get paid much there's not really many benefits to it you know okay right so that's different than just being work free and just living life off of, uh, I don't even know. I don't even know where you get the money from. That's why anti-work just has a an odd name to it. I thought anti-work was mostly anti the conditions that they are per- currently put in. Like, okay, they are all for strikes and stuff like that. Like, for example, earlier this year, uh, thousands of railroad workers got on strikes. A lot of people are like, oh, you shouldn't do that because you're going to cause issues with the supply chain storage and stuff like that. Anti-work, on the other hand, was like, no, they're completely right to do whatever they want for good working conditions, regardless of what the outcome is. Yeah, of course they said that. Do you disagree? <laughs> why, why do you have such animosity towards people? Because, like bro, like, yo, who – I really find it insane how people, like, yeah, I get, like, shitty work conditions and all that. Like that, if you want to strike about that, go ahead. But like people complaining about not wanting to work or like, it's just stupid. And even like, even like if you're complaining about like, like shitty managers and stuff like that, bro, suck it up, bro. Everybody deals with that. Literally everybody that works a corporate job and has like, unless you get lucky the first time and you get one good manager from the start. You have you deal with a shitty manager at some point, bro. So everybody wants to cry. So just stop crying, bro. Just deal with it. Yeah, for like for me, like jobs, the most taxing thing has always been the customers. It has never been 
necessarily the manager. Like customers give me more of a hard time than manager does. I I agree with that actually too. Like at, especially at a retail place where you have to deal with customers all the time. Like didn't you guys have to deal with like difficult customers? Yes, I did. And let me tell you about this time. So, so I was working at Chick-fil-A, right? This was in high school. And we were serving mac and cheese. Now, at this point, I don't know how it is now, but for mac and cheese at that time, it had to take 30 minutes to warm up. Like, it took a while. So sometimes people would order mac and cheese and I had to tell them, you know, unfortunately, this is going to take around 30 minutes. Um, would you like to wait or did you want something else? And so this one dude with his um <laughs> with his kids, I he ended up uh, asking for mac and cheese, and I told him that he's like, oh, it's it's gonna probably take around twenty five thirty minutes. Are you willing to wait? And he says sure, but he ordered other food. So he sat down, and probably within like five or ten minutes, we gave him his other food that he got, not the mac and cheese, and then like twenty minutes later, he calls me over and he says. Uh, where's the mac and cheese? And I say, oh, yeah, it's going to probably take an, a little, like, five or ten more minutes. Um, thanks for your patience or whatever. And he's like, he says, I I see that family over there, um, that white family over there, they got mac and cheese, but I didn't. And I'm like, um, you know, I could, I could assure you they probably haven't gotten their mac and cheese because we don't even have mac and cheese available. And he keeps on arguing with me as though it's a race thing that a white family got mac and cheese, and him and his Hispanic family didn't. And he's, like, getting loud with me about it. Like, oh, is it something to do with the way I look? And he's, like, making a whole scene in the restaurant. And I'm like, sir, there's about five... I didn't say it like that because I didn't want to cause a big thing. But in my mind, I'm like, sir, we have about five fucking minutes on your mac and cheese. Can you just be patient for fucking once and hold on? But the, the director had to come over and, like, sort of, like, calm things down. And then the director ended up refunding his whole meal because he threw a fucking fit in front of his family, his kids, about how it was racist that a white family got mac and cheese. Well, they didn't even get mac and cheese. And I asked her about it later, and she's always, yeah, the customer is always right. You have to make sure that they leave with a good experience and that they'll come back again. You don't want, to, you don't want them to leave with, like, a sour taste in their mouth. But if they did get mac and cheese, but if they did... Wouldn't it be racist? Oh my god, shut up, Moose. <laughs> shut up. You're so dumb, man. Why do you do that? What 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 does that do? Yes, Moose. If if they gave a mac and cheese to a white family and did not give it to the Hispanic family, that would be racist. But guess what? That didn't even happen, Moose. It just made me very angry. Because that had absolutely nothing to do with race and had everything to do with the timer on how long it's going to take to cook. So that pissed me off. Yeah, but I mean, you have to understand it from the Hispanic family's point of view. I remember when one time I was in Florida, I was getting Taco Bell. And like my family, we order usually like a lot from Taco Bell because Taco Bell, if you just order... If you order one chalupa, you're not going to get filled up that much, especially if you haven't eaten anything all day and that's supposed to be your dinner. And my family is like a family of six. So we order a relatively large and uh, order. And not I'm not sure if the drive-thru team meant any harm or in had any intent with it. But they just, my family felt as though they were making fun of us. 
you know? And so that, and then they also got the order wrong. But, you know, if you feel as though you're being mistreated at it, it sort of hurts you. So I understand where the Hispanic family is coming from. Okay, but what what if I tell you after that they didn't get mad? Like, what do you want me to You want me to go over to that white family and pull up their receipt and show them that they didn't get mac and cheese? I'm not going to do all that. I'm not going to involve that other family. If I tell you they didn't and they have to wait another five or ten minutes, why not just be patient and not make a scene in front of your kids? Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't there, so I'm not sure exactly how to handle it. But I feel like there could be a way to just de-escalate it, but again, I wasn't there. And there was another story, and I think I, I told you you guys this already. But it's where there was this girl um, who worked up front, and she noticed there was a guy like sitting on the other side of the window, because this is the mall, so there's a window um, dividing it. So it's sitting on the other side of the window, and this guy looked like he was staring at her. And so the girl the girl was like talking to the, uh, the people up front, um, and, t and I was there and she was like, why is this guy staring at me? Like, what does he want? He's with his wife. Like, th as though the guy was like thinking she was good looking. And so the guy heard that. I guess she was really loud. The guy heard that from the other side of the window. And he said, he gets up and he goes over to the counter. He's like, uh, what did that girl say? Like, <laughs> and the girl, like, she's not playing around. Like, she's not the shy girl. She's like, yeah, you were staring at me. And he's like, I, I, he was like, I, ain't nobody staring at your ugly ass. Um, so, something called her, called her some really bad names. And she was, she was like ready to fight. I, I don't know if this is like a, a Jersey thing, but Chick-fil-A, people get angry at Chick-fil-A. And she was ready to fight. She was like, so what do you want to do? You want to take this outside? You're going to do this in front of your kids, in front of your wife? And she had to get removed from the front line. She had to go upstairs. But the guy was also very angry. He did not get refunded his meal. Uh, this was an employee that was fighting with the customer? Yes, an employee. Like, she was not playing. Do you think she was right? Was the guy staring at her? I think he was. Um, like, he is. Like, I think, I don't think she was necessarily right for, like, escalating to that level. But he wasn't right for trying to make a scene in front of his kids. They're, they're both the asshole. This isn't r slash am I the asshole. Anyways, Coob, do you have any experiences? Okay, right, so I go to drop off. This is my last delivery of the day. I know I'm going home after this. Like, I'm I'm done after this. So I'm, I get to the guy's house, right? And he lives in, like, an apartment complex. And the thing is, he lives upstairs. And this apartment complex is, like, notorious for none of the doorbells work, right? So the thing okay. is, it's, like, there's one door. And then... The first apartment is downstairs, and then the next one is upstairs. Yeah. Through the same yeah, 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 it's like that. So he's upstairs, and I'm calling him, and he won't answer. Keep calling him, he won't answer. I called him like five times, and I call the store because after they call, after you call and they don't answer, you're supposed to call the store. My manager calls from the store twice. And he's like, he didn't answer, so just try to like knock on the door, and if he doesn't answer, just come back. I knock on the door. And then, like, I, like, I start pounding on the door, like, not even, like, tapping. And I feel bad because it's, it's two apartments. Like, the other people are probably downstairs, and they're like, who's knocking hella loud on the door? So I knock on the door, and then he comes down the stairs. This is this older guy, and he's like, why are you knocking on the door? I was like, did you order from Santino's? And, and he was like, yeah. And I was like, 
we were calling you and like we were just waiting for you to come down to grab it and he's like why are you calling me and i was like you ordered food right and he's like yeah and he's like why couldn't you just leave it here i was like bro you paid with cash like i can't just leave it here i need to collect the money from you and he was like okay but why didn't you just knock on the door i was like it's a two-floor apartment like i'm not gonna like i just had to bother these other people that are probably like doing whatever because you wouldn't answer the phone and then we go back and forth for a little bit longer right like he just kept saying like oh why'd you do this why'd you do that i was getting fed up i was like okay bro like like i was like all right whatever sir like i'm sorry about that here's your food it's 15 whatever right Uh huh. and then he pulls out his his money he had a 20 and he was like i was gonna i was gonna tell you to only give me three dollars back and i was gonna give you a good tip which mind you this like i know we're not supposed to complain about tips but he said oh i was gonna give you a good tip that's like a dollar and like something like a dollar it was like a dollar and 10 cents or something so that's like the, the the worst tips that we get at santino's like that's like at the bottom of the bottom he was like just give me five back and i was like your order was fifteen ninety. I can't give you five back. It's not bad. And then he was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Your order was fifteen dollars and ninety cents. You gave me a twenty dollar bill. If I give you five dollars back, then I don't even have enough to cover this order." And then he was like, "Okay, so just figure it out then." I was like, "What do you mean, figure it out?" I was like, "I either you tell me a specific amount that you want back in bills." Or I'm gonna have to go walk to my car and get quarters for your broke ass. <laughs> and then he ends up, he was just like, just give me four dollars back. So he gave me a 10 cent tip for getting him his food in 10 minutes. Wow. wow. That's generous. What? Moose just says stuff. No, that was, it was like sarcasm because, you know, it's not a generous tip. Oh. You know. I thought it was just like, you know, clearly sarcasm. Well, you say stupid shit, so I can't... Yeah. Because <laughs> stuff just goes over your guys' heads so often, because you guys are so stupid, I, I should have expected... You know. I know you're not talking. Just, just so the audience knows, Moose has literally come out and said multiple times that he doesn't understand sarcasm. Even the most blatant and obvious uses <laughs> of it, he doesn't understand them. So don't call me stupid, stupid. But yeah, like, like, what am I supposed to do in that situation? Like, I literally get to the guy's house in 10 minutes. We called, like, a total of, like, eight or nine times. And then he's still crying. That's what you said in the tipping episode. That's just one of those guys you just say, okay, fuck him. The next next person's going to do me better. Yeah, I mean, that's what I did. I'm... So you didn't cry about it online? No, I didn't. I just went back to the store and then I clocked out and I went home <laughs> and now when I tell people the story I just tell them that that guy's broke like he's a loser yeah because I mean at the end of the day you're beefing with me I got you your food in 10 minutes you're complaining that we called you like I can just like I have like I'm telepathic I can tell you when I'm here through my mind <laughs> or he just wants me to disrupt his neighbor's day by slamming on his door, which is what I had to do at the end anyway. Yeah. So I used to work at an urgent care. Okay. 
So a lot of the times those and I was working during the pandemic, so it was very a tense situation in the urgent care. I know you guys all may have saw, oh, honor our healthcare heroes, oh, healthcare workers are so important and stuff like that. Now no one gave a shit when they went into the urgent care. They would treat us like we were the ones causing the pandemic. It was actually ridiculous. Honestly. I had I, I originally started off working there as just a customer service rep, and you know customer service reps are already treated scummy. Now think about it: if a customer service rep is the person handling your healthcare, and you can see you can imagine the level of anger I was getting every single day from calls, voicemails, emails. It was just nonstop. I would get there and to be sued, get the company sh- uh, shut down, or I'm gonna. Re- like a constant thing was, oh, I'm going to go to the Better Business Bureau. I didn't even fucking know that shit existed until I started working at that urgent care. Uh, when I was working there, it takes a while to basically set up a patient to make sure that they're ready to go in. I get when you guys go to the doctor's office, it takes like a while and you're in the waiting room for a while. But that's not because the receptionist is just fucking off doing nothing nothing behind the desk it takes a while to make sure all the information is correct to make sure that when you get your test results there's not a wrong name or wrong date of birth or anything like that so it took i was taking me some time to make sure everyone was ready for on the schedule and everyone was doing it like there was a line because we were double book all the time so this one guy came in and i told him oh i just need your insurance card and he's like what did you say to me i'm like i i just need your insurance card so what he what did you say to me, you little shithead? That's literally how he was. And I'm like, uh, and I was like, your insurance card. And he's like, oh, you ask, may I have your insurance card, please? I'm like, what the fuck? What? Uh, <laughs> Do you want healthcare or not? Why are you asking me to say please for your insurance card? No, most low key. I gave a bitch, right? This guy came and deposited a bunch of 20s, right? So I took it. I didn't have the time because she was right behind him. And I was the only teller there. So I didn't have the time to sit there and rearrange all the bills to make sure they were facing the same way like I normally do, right? So I just put them into my box. And then she comes up and she does a withdrawal and she asks for 20s. I give her the 20s and they're facing the other way, right? And then she starts berating me saying, you know, this is what's wrong. Like, you need to learn how to do this. The bills need to face the same way just in case somebody that has a disability needs to come in. They can tell which way or they can tell what the bill is by which way it's facing. I was like, that is a fucking lie, bro. I was like, you have the fucking disability. (laughs) So, yeah, no, this guy just started berating me because I didn't ask for his insurance card in the proper way. And then he was like. And so then I checked him in and I brought him into the building. And he's like, you know, manners matter. You know, you're supposed to be talking to your patients in a correct way. And this is your first job. So we want to teach you how to do this in a proper way. I'm like, fuck off. You didn't teach me goddamn shit. I'm going to fucking goddamn. <laughs> you should have just smacked him across of his fucking face, bro. I wanted to. And or so- just you're taking your mask off and just gone and breathed in its face like, <sighs> Like that. It's a nice big sneeze. Bro, the guy was so old that if I did that, he probably would have killed over. <laughs> and so after that, the doctor was going to go see him, but then first came to me and was like, what was happening there? I'm like, I don't fucking know. The guy was fucking insane. 
crazy ass motherfucker who decides to tell me how to do my goddamn job as if I wasn't the most literally the only thing was that was wrong with my service was I didn't say please. That's those are, that's the same energy people who go to a Chick Fil A and say, "Wait, you didn't say my pleasure." Fuck off, bro. I people used to think that if you went to Chick Fil A and this got on my nerves, that if you went to us and you said my pleasure back to us, like I, I could just be okay, thank you, have a great day, and you say my pleasure. Like, does not even make it sense. You say it to us that we're gonna give you a free sandwich. They said that. <laughs> Yeah, because some idiot on TikTok said it, bro. Yeah, I would just say, oh, have a good day. My pleasure. What, what, what am I supposed to say to that? They're like, you're going to give me a free sandwich, right? I'm like, no. <laughs> Where do you learn these things? I saw, no, I saw it today on like LinkedIn. And I was like, oh, people, today Gen Z isn't using, I'm going to go Google it. These days, they're just saying, I'm going to go TikTok it. I'm like, I have never said Nobody that said once. Nobody I have literally that. never, ever, <laughs> ever in my life, ever said, I'm going to go TikTok it. How do you even TikTok something exactly? How? What? Hey, Moose, Moose, are we considered Gen Z? Yeah. Yes, unfortunately. So what is what is less than that? Gen Alpha, I think, is what they're called. So, like, what 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 is the last cutoff of Gen Z? Uh, let me check. Whatever it is, it needs to be earlier. I, bro, I don't know. <laughs> I have never heard a soul say <laughs> fucking... I believe that... I, I 100% believe that you saw a post that said that. I have no doubt in my mind. But I, I cannot... Bro, if somebody says that to me, I'm not just gonna... Like, I'm not even gonna just give them a dirty look. I'm going to stay looking at him, bro. Like, I'm going to give him the dirty look, and then until they leave the room, I'm not going to stop staring at him. Because they deserve that. Uh, so it says mid to late 1990s to early 2010s. So we are firmly inside Gen Z. And, okay, so early 2010s, so the, the cutoff would probably be like 2004 then, right? We'll say no early 2010s, so cut off would probably be the latest. Oh, early is... Yeah, so oh, the latest would be 2014. Oh my god, bro! How are they gonna lump somebody that was born in the 90s in with a, a 2010s baby, bro? I don't know, bro. One of them is 13, and one of them is like 28. Yeah, well, I, the thing is about generations is that it's really hard to like. Gen generalize all, all generations because they're all growing up together so yeah like right now it's 28 and 13 but eventually it's going to be like 38 and 23 i just think it's stupid because like especially now i feel like generations need to cover less and less time like in my opinion because like we are not even close anything close really to like the kids that are there now like yeah. Like, yo, where did the neighborhood kids go? They just don't exist anymore. At least in my neighborhood, I see no neighborhood. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. That that happened to me, like, a couple of years ago. I realized, man, my generation was the last generation that's going to play in these neighborhoods. But yeah. then, luckily, then luckily, there were uh, more more neighborhood kids eventually came out. At least in my neighborhood. They're back yeah, out. In now. my neighborhood, they have yet to come out yet. But um, anyways, when I was saw that on LinkedIn, I got into the comments just to see if anyone else is going to say, no, I have never used this ever. 
No, every single person in that LinkedIn comment section was like, yeah, man, I'm definitely use TikTok for everything. I use TikTok to Google uh, more than Google. I literally wow. almost said I use TikTok for Google stuff. Oh, it's just like so much cocksucking that was happening in that LinkedIn comment section. No one used TikTok. No one that you know, but it's guaranteed a thing. We are all Gen Z. You don't know anyone. Koo doesn't know anyone, and I don't know anyone. And we are all pretty diverse set of people, like, um, when it comes to knowing people. Yeah, I don't know a single person. And not even just me, like, and my friends, like, even my little cousins, like, that are a lot younger than me. Like, they're, they're like, 10 and 11. I know that they don't. Uh, I actually, I found... I found the post you were talking about, Moose. It's saying, just TikTok it, how Gen Z are replacing traditional search engines with social media. And this person in the comments said, uh, yeah, this this is definitely right. As a Gen Z, I'm capable of telling that I would rather search on TikTok for food, uh, food spots in a city than on Google. And my friends are too. I love seeing actual video footage and honest reviews of things, not just static reviews or glossy pictures. Also, TikTok is very pushy through their search algorithm. When you are watching videos, this pushes the behavior even more. And this guy doesn't even look like 10. He has a LinkedIn profile. Oh, that's why. He's an influencer of marketing and a TikTok specialist. Oh, oh specialist. of course. Makes sense. Bro. He's God. a specialist. He's just special, bro. A TikTok He's specialist. Just He's a content creator. Then by that logic, we're YouTube specialists. And that's what we use all the time. We YouTube it. He has a license. He's a TikTok ads expert. He has a certification in that. TikTok ads? Certification in TikTok ads? <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, and I found out. Um, for Gen Z, it is either... The starting point is either 1995 or 1997. Somewhere between those two. And the ending point definitively is 2012. Nice. So I'm in the same group as an 11. <laughs> <laughs> Like there, there's people that are possibly doing their residency for fucking to become a doctor, and they're the same as current sixth graders. <laughs> so it said that there are people who are born somewhere between the millennial and Gen Z start time, and so I'm assuming they might also just call those eleven year olds Zalpha. Oh my god, Zalpha. I'm Zalpha. I am a Zalpha. No, we are not Zalphas. We are. I make Moose a Zeta. <laughs> it's funny when it's about Moose. <laughs> Fuck you. You turn you turn the woman gay. What? And you'll get to you'll get to hear about that in three to four weeks, people. So make sure to tune in for that episode. As of right now, we're going to hop off for today. Please make sure to go check us out on any of our other podcasting sites. Link down below. Also, go check out some of our old ep- older episodes. Are you an asshole, for example? Or what's your take on Jeffrey Dahmer? Or what? did you know Taylor Swift and aliens have a connection between each other? You should definitely go check out that episode. Anyways, see you later. Bye-bye.